My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to the travel and cruise industry news podcast. On this, the fifth day of September with special guest Bethany Bartley today. So excited about that. Today, folks, of course, is Labor Day. So happy Labor Day to each and every one of you. That's uh, for those of you that are on the other side of the pond. That's the day that we celebrate any of the working men and women in this country. Uh, It's also the unofficial last day of summer and the first day of fall which I find is a depressing time of year because that means that winter's coming. All right, our lead story this morning when we get to the news portion is there's a slight improvement in the cruise ship weather. Some major port development in Portland in the UK. Global Dream 2 maybe faces the scrapyard. And three arrested for scamming the casino on a big ship. That and much more here live at 11. If you are listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from, like uh, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Podchaser, Pandora, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just search for travel and cruise industry news. And up pops the fat travel guy. So my guest this morning, she's been on the show numerous times. She and I have a lot in common. She's a big time sports fan. She loves to cruise. She has two cats, and she's a lot of fun. So I always enjoy having Bethany on. Bethany, welcome back to Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. Good morning. Happy Labor Day. And same to you. Um, you have become a reasonable 
reasonably a fan of um, Azamara Cruises with uh, going on your birthday cruise on Azamara. We won't mention which one it was because it was an even number uh, that, that uh, starts with a five. So, but we're not going to uh, talk about which uh, birthday it was. We clearly followed your travels the entire time, which was wonderful. Azamara was in the news this week. Uh, they recently, actually, a few days before all the major cruise lines did this, they uh, uh, did away with their pre-cruise testing. And then on Friday, they announced that as of December 1st, they're completely doing away with uh, vaccine requirements. Will that change your opinion and your comfort level with Azamara? Um, at the end of the day, no. I, I was a little surprised to hear the announcement. I, I did do some double checking and the effective December 1st is for cruises in and out of the US and in and out of Europe. Um, so it isn't across their full fleet just yet, but those are obviously their major uh, hubs. Um, I was a little nervous about it, but the more I thought about it, I'm vaccinated, I'm boosted, you know, I've done everything I possibly can to keep myself healthy. Um, and at the end of the day, that's, that's really all that I can control. So would I like to see them continue to require vaccination? Absolutely. But I also understand at the end of the day, they're a business. They, they need to make money just like the rest of us do. So, well, I found, you know, of course, week before last, when I was on Norwegian, they hadn't done both, uh, but I found my comfort level to be pretty much the same. Uh, this cruise coming up this week on um, Symphony of the Seas will be the first one I've been on without pre-cruise testing. But I'd be really surprised if I'm not equally as comfortable as I've always been. Uh, and then, plus, as of yesterday, I have the new uh, booster with the pixie dust for the new variants or whatever you, <laughs> whatever they do different. So uh, I've now had five jabs. Now, so, all right, you also had COVID. I did. Yes. And that's. Still, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if any new studies are out, but I, I, that gives you some added protection, does it not? That's my understanding. So, yeah, I was, as you mentioned, um, I did turn 50 in June. And at the time, that was the, the threshold for, for getting the second booster. So I had all intentions <clears throat> when I got back from the cruise to go and get my second booster as I was then eligible but then checking on, you know, some information from CDC, you know, they said it, it's likely about usually about three months after you have tested positive that you were typically in sort of that sort of safer uh, bubble. So I, I did hold off um, partially because I, I knew that, you know, the fall was probably going to be a better time to do it. And yeah, there was even back then there was talk about you know, they were they were working on this this new booster that was going to be more specifically targeted uh, to the newer variant. So I, I did choose to hold off now that that's been approved. 
probably in the next week or two, I'll go and get uh, my fourth job. Yeah. Um, quite. The, I found this one kind of surprising. Not, not and I, I'm not going to be preaching about uh, this uh, booster the way I have on all the others. If somebody wants to go get it, have at it. If you don't, that's okay too. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm done with preaching on it. I did find, however, interestingly, that my first four, I had absolutely no side effects, no problem whatsoever. Last night, I was pretty puny, and I I still have a sore arm today, which I didn't have with the first four, so I, I feel okay today, but yeah, last night, I was, yeah, I was pretty much out of it. All right, your next cruise is on Azamara again. And you're going to South America. Tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, I am super excited about it. So it's a round trip out of Buenos Aires. Um, so we'll start down in Buenos Aires, and we basically work our way up the east coast of South America. So we'll be in Buenos Aires. Uh, we'll stay uh, Montevideo, Uruguay for one night. And then um, there's a couple uh, sail days. And then we're in and around Rio for several days. There's, I think, four or five different smaller stops there as well. Uh, but the highlight, it is in February, so it is around carnival time. So we will be nice. in Rio for carnival. Uh, we end up, I think it's two nights we're in Rio. It's three, it ends up being three days that we're in, in Rio. So, and then we make our way back down to Buenos Aires. Have you ever been to New Orleans? No, <laughs> not for Mardi Gras. I've been to New I'm Orleans, just, but not for Mardi Gras. <laughs> I think there would be an interesting a comparison of the two uh, because that's of course the biggest celebration yeah. of that type in this country and I've heard about uh, carnival all my life but I, I've never been there have you ever been to South America before I have been to South America I was in uh, Peru so I was on the other coast I was actually down many years ago on a work trip uh, spent the week in in Lima and then um, did the weekend over in uh, Cusco and went to Machu Picchu. So that was not on a cruise, but that was my um, my one and only experience in South America so far. So I'm yeah, very that, much uh, looking forward to this. That would be terribly difficult to have to work in South America. <laughs> I was just, I'm sure I'm sure that that just was awful for you. Just awful. Well, I was basically I was young and broke at the time, so I didn't have a lot of extra time and money to get into too much trouble down there. Um, and I did. I, I was actually I was a, a trainer at the time and my region was Central and South America, as well as uh, the southeastern United States I was living in Atlanta at the time. And so, yeah, I was I was in and out of lots of uh, Central American uh, ports as well. Uh, spent a lot of time uh Costa Rica was where I spent the most time. And luckily that was for uh, several weeks at a time. So I did get a chance to get out and explore a little bit there. All right. Now the important question of the day, how are the cats? The cats are sound asleep right now, as, as one would expect. They're in their uh, late mid-morning nap, uh, which is not to be confused with the early mid-morning nap or the um, early uh, mid-afternoon nap um, that, that will be held separately. Uh, but they are sound asleep. They are fully enjoying their Labor Day today. They they get the day off today as well. Yes, yes. no working today. I, no. That, that's absolutely <laughs> terrific. My cats uh, keep insisting that I forgot to feed them. 
So, uh, you know, that's just, I feed them every day at 5 a.m. just to get them off my back. So, um, got any plans for a river cruise? Anytime soon? I don't have anything booked yet. I am thinking about probably doing so because this next one is in, I, I typically only do one a year, um, but I, since this one is going to be in early uh, 2023, so I am considering maybe doing another uh, a river cruise probably in the, the fall. Um, but I haven't made up my mind yet, uh, just yet. Um, to be perfectly honest, I'm a little Europe out right now. Um, you know, I, I've done a lot of the river cruises in Europe. And then the last one uh, this summer on Azamara, that was Europe as well. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to, to getting out and, and doing some other spots as well. Um, as you know, I, I love Avalon. That's the only one I've ever uh, done for river cruises. They do offer uh, cruises on the Nile. Um, so I'm kind of considering that one. Unfortunately, they don't do the single supplement waiver on that one. So that's going to be a little uh, out of the price range, but kind of keeping my eye on that one. Yeah. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm watching closely are these new American cruise line river cruises that are accessible. Yeah. Uh, that one, that one's really got me fascinated because I have not done a river cruise mm-hmm. and you know, the recent years when I could better afford to do a river cruise, then I have, I've had the accessibility issues. And so many of the, you know, the European cruises, they have no elevators. Right. So that pretty much eliminates me. So, but these have elevators and they're accessible and they also don't double stack parking. So you don't have to get on a boat to boat to boat to boat to get to your, yeah. your, to your boat. So I don't know. I, that might be my first river cruise is going to be on one of those. Yeah. And they, they look like they've got some fantastic itineraries available as well. Yeah. So it yeah. would be a, a great way to see parts of the country that you wouldn't normally get to see that way. So, so maybe that'll be on my agenda for next year. Yeah. I hope. All right, Bethany, thank you so much as always for being with me. Uh, unfortunately, I have to work a little bit here. I got to do a little bit of news and it's a little bit of talking about weather more than anything. Although there's a couple stories. So as always, we love you. We thank you so much for being with us and we look forward to you a uh, posting uh, pictures and clips and stuff that I will promptly steal and have on this program when you're down there in South America cavorting around. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. Good to see you, Chili. Okay, Beth. We'll see you next time. And of course, that's Bethany Barley from down there in Tampa. She's always fun and just a, she's just an awesome, 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 awesome lady. So, all right, I'll be back with today's news right after a word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. 
Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, we got to talk about weather first thing, folks. Uh, as much as I would like not to, but, you know, Saturday I did a, a special report because all of a sudden we had weather jumping up and biting us on on four fronts. Well, things have improved a little since Saturday, not completely, but there has been some improvement as far as the, for lack of a better uh, terminology, uh, the cruise lanes are concerned. Now, Danielle is uh, did re-strengthen back to hurricane force uh, over the weekend. She was a hurricane, then dropped back to tropical storm, then re-strengthened again yesterday. Currently, she's moving north-northeastward over the open central North Atlantic, and no change in strength is projected for today. She's about 940 miles uh, uh, west-northwest of the Azores. Uh, Danielle is moving toward the north-northeast about eight miles an hour. A north-northeast to northeast motion with a gradual increase in forward speed is expected through tomorrow. A turn toward the east-northeast is anticipated by tomorrow night. Maximum sustained winds are about 90 miles an hour currently with higher gusts. Little change in strength is expected today. A slow weakening trend is forecast to commence tomorrow, which means it should go back to tropical storm strength and probably on to a a tropical low uh, by tomorrow night or Wednesday morning. Hurricane force winds currently extend up only about 25 miles from the center with tropical force winds about 115 miles out. The estimated pressure is 975 millibars. Now, the one that is actually uh, a, a major change from what we were afraid of Saturday is Earl. Uh, Earl is now moving north-northwestward with little change in strength expected today. However, Bermuda should monitor the progress. Uh, The center of Tropical Storm Earl was located about 175 north of St. Thomas and about 790 miles south of Bermuda. Earl is moving toward the north-northwest at five miles an hour. A turn toward the north at a slightly faster speed is expected later today with this motion continuing for the next couple of days. That, folks, unfortunately puts Bermuda right in the path. That's not good. The good sign of this is we were looking at a possible path right into the Bahamas and possibly uh, following along into the Gulf 
or turning north up the East Coast were all possibilities on Saturday. It turned north much sooner than was projected, uh, which has it bending toward Bermuda now, and it's you know going to miss at least the center of it, going to miss the Bahamas totally. Uh, maximum sustained winds currently are about 50 miles an hour with higher gusts. And of course, you know, it's got to get to 74 to become a hurricane. There's some strengthening in forecast over the next several days. It's possible that this could be a hurricane later in the week. Tropical storm force winds extend about 105 miles from the center. The estimated pressure is 998 millibars. Earl's expected to produce additional rainfall amounts of one to four inches with isolated storm totals of eight inches across the Leeward Islands, which are still getting some rain, U.S. and British Virgin Islands, which are getting the bands actually to the south of the center now, and Puerto Rico. That rain will continue through today and pretty much dissipate by tonight. Of course, there's going to be some uh, flash flooding and ur urban and small stream flooding, uh, which could impact uh, several of those areas, especially Puerto Rico. Gusty winds, especially in squalls, are possible across, still across the northern Leeward Islands, the Virgin Islands, and Puerto Rico. But that should only last for a few more hours. Now, the next thing that has shown some improvement is the Pacific. You'll notice that it had two storms. It's now down to one storm. That's the good news. And it's also a name storm, which means it strengthens some. That's the bad news. K continues to strengthen. Outer bands could produce locally heavy rainfall and flash flooding in parts of southwestern mainland Mexico today. Interest in southwestern Mexico and Baja California Peninsula should closely monitor the progress of K. Watches may be required for portions of Baja California Peninsula later today. The center of tropical storm K was located about 235 miles south-southwest of Manzanilla, about 580 miles south-southeast of the southern tip of Baja California. K is moving toward the west-northwest at 15. This motion with some reduction in forward speed is expected through tonight. A turn to the northwest and north-northwest is forecast to occur Tuesday. On the forecast track, the center of K is expected to pass south and southwest of the southwestern Mexico today and tonight, then move toward southern Baja Peninsula on Wednesday. Sustained winds uh, should increase to about 60 uh, miles per hour. Additional strengthening is possible today and tonight. It's possible that K could be a hurricane by tonight or early Tuesday. So we're just uh, that whole area up and down the coast needs to watch out for K. Now, the effect is still possible on cruises up and down the West Coast in places like Cabo San Lucas, um, uh, Puerto Vallarta, and Mazatlan. Uh, you need to be 
aware of what's happening and what possibly is coming in your direction. Now, most of the storms, and there have been a lot of them this year that, that are following this path, end up veering out to the west reasonably quickly before it has any interaction with land. Still can bring some rain, high surf, riptides, terrific undertow. So you just need to be aware of that, folks, unfortunately. But that's improved since there's only one and not two now. So still possibilities for some port cancellations or delays. Itinerary changes are possible. Just be aware that if you're cruising down there in the next you know, four or five days to a week, there could be some problems. Just saying. All right, for you guys over on the other side of the pond, Portland, which is, of course, a small island off the southeastern coast of the United Kingdom, has released plans for a massive 26 million pound dock extension. Projects involve several extensions and build and new build additions to the existing docks. They will ultimately lead to the island being able to welcome two cruise ships with the length of 350 meters each. The port already has one existing dock where cruise ships, ships can berth. This dock will see a 74 meter extension to the primary cruise berth, the outer uh, coaling pier, it's called. Ultimately, the port will have more than 16,000 square meters of additional quayside space. Preparations for the work are already underway, and once completed, will have 380 tons of locally sourced infill material and 4,800 tons of steel. Work is expected to be completed between October 2023 and February 2024 choice of Portland to extend its cruise docks is not surprising given the UK cruise industry's growth, particularly in the last 18 months. The cruise industry in the UK is taking on a much more prominent place in the tourism industry with Southampton. Of course, the country uh, has one of the busiest ports in Europe. I mean, it's right up there anymore with Barcelona, Chavetovecchi, and Mallorca. Uh, there are several important reasons for the growth. First, the UK was one of the first countries to, in the world to open up cruises during the pandemic. You know, we, we all learned what the word seacations meant. Uh, that was because of the, those cruises basically to nowhere out of Southampton. Uh, so, and that, that's what got everything started back to where we are today. And so all of us are. Uh, grateful for what was done in the UK. Uh, of course, as a result of the success of the staycations, that's led Royal Caribbean, Disney, Princess, MSC, and Virgin to send ships uh, to this area. And, you know, you guys have responded magnificently to that. Uh, P&O has seen some significant investment from parent uh, corporation Carnival. Uh, with two state-of-the-art ships in the excellence class, Iona and Arvia. 
combined, the two LNG-powered cruise ships add more than 10,000 bursts to the UK-based cruise lines. You got about 90 cruise ship calls scheduled to Portland in the coming 18 months. And that's before they have the expansion. So Portland is going to become a very busy place. And hats off to those folks for striving ahead for improvement and expansion. It's awesome. The news isn't so good for Global Dream 2. We've talked about this ad nauseum. The sad face of fate of Global, Global Dream 2, which is that giant 342-meter-long cruise ship with a capacity of 9,000 passengers. Now, there's still a chance that a buyer could be found, but so far everybody has passed on it. If it doesn't happen soon, it's going to be dismantled before ever sailing with a passenger. The world's largest cruise ship in terms of passenger capacity has 20 decks. It'll soon be decommissioned before it has set sail once. Sad fate for the Global Dream 2, a huge 1.2 billion pound ship. If there is no buyer for the sea giant, there would be no other way to demolish it simply because the company that built it is now bankrupt. Not an easy sell given the size of Global Dream, equipped with 20 bridges. Of course, as I said, 342 meters long with the cinema, water park, and dozens of attractions. The construction of the boat by German Hong Kong company MB Werfen was completed when the company was already in crisis. The ship cost 1.2 billion pounds and would be the largest cruise ship in the world in terms of passengers. Despite all these nice features and a price that can be negotiated if you're interested in buying it, given the uncertain terms of the manufacturer, there's still been no interest. According to the German trade press, the ship will soon be dismantled and the parts sold individually. The engines are already for sale while the hull would be auctioned for scrap. So slightly different fate for Global Dream 1. It hasn't been sold either, but they're not even close to discontinuing that one yet. So they hope to be able to sell Global Dream. And I had to chuckle at this one, folks. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Spanish police arrested three guests sailing aboard the world's largest cruise ship, Wonder of the Sea, under charges of fraud and cheating at the casino. The police boarded the vessel at the port of Barcelona on August the 13th after casino management and the ship authorities reported the incident arresting three men, one French and two British nationals, according to Spanish media. Poker players attempted to swindle the ship's casino out of thousands of dollars by swapping cards under the table. The gang was caught with 37,000 pounds in cash while playing poker at the casino. The scam worked with two players swapping cards under the table to make up a winning hand as a third player distracted the dealer with talk 
However, Crescino's staff quickly caught on. The police unit received the notice from the ship's management who reported that they had observed how three individuals worked together with the aim of defrauding the casino. The police reported that at least one of the men was a repeat offender. After consulting various databases, the Civil Guard determined that he had a police record in the U.S. for the same thing. Duh. Some people are just dumb. So that's it for the news for today. Let's jump over and see who's in the chat room. <laughs> ah, that was great. All right. Kenneth's with us. Hot Air Tom is with us. Good morning, guys. Sonny's with us down in Mississippi. Of course, everybody says happy. Labor Day. Mike's with us. I'm Mike. Carol's here. Nikki's here. Hi, Nick. Lizzie Lou is back. Lizzie Lou, I have so much enjoyed your pictures, clips, especially your dailies. They were fantastic. And I am going to make you come on one of my shows and we're going to sit here and chat about how you do what you do on those, so I'll have a clue of what to do in a similar setup. That's what's going to happen. So, <laughs> Amy's with us. Hi, Amy. Uh, hot Air Tom says... Um, Chili's Cruises. Cindy showed me an article this morning from Cruise Law Lose. Oh, God, I hate him. And said she isn't cruising on Viking. I think she misread the thing. They were talking about a Viking emergency system. I have not seen that. I have not seen that. Um, and if you guys are hearing some noise in the background, my housekeeper just got here and she was talking with my brother-in-law out in the hallway right outside the studio, which that's okay. Uh, I have not checked that out yet, but I have, I'm always suspect of anything on that, uh, that uh, channel. Uh, not the cruise line, but they mentioned Oasis and there are not enough lifeboat seats for all passengers on the ship. The Viking system looks like a chute system to get people off the ship into rafts. Uh, okay. I am not even sore on either arm. Cindy is claiming some soreness. Yeah, well, my, my arm's sore, hot air. It really is. Uh, so I'm really surprised because I didn't have any soreness on the first four. But uh, do a little with this one. But at least, you know, where I felt puny last night, I don't, I feel fine today. Uh, what day this week do you depart for the drive south? I depart on Thursday. I'm going to get out of here somewhere in the neighborhood of 4 a.m. And I will stop and do the show somewhere on the road. Um, you have 15 uh, days until you go to London. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's awesome. And, uh, man, I tell you what. 
after watching uh, Pete and some of the things that Passions for Cruises is doing over there, uh, I can see where some of the American folks, especially that are cruising solo, are going to Europe and then doing some of the Passion for Cruises specials because they got some phenomenal deals for uh, solos. Uh, they've done a magnificent job promoting solos. Still not in the States. However, I'm assured that in time they will be uh, over here doing the same thing, which is a little different setup than other folks that promote a solo cruises on this side of the pond. So could be interesting. Um, Lizzie's asking hot air Tom, uh, what's he doing going to London, uh, sailing from London? Uh, Cindy's uh, says good morning to everybody. Um, Lizzie Lou, it's a bus from Heathrow to Southampton, two nights in Southampton, and board the Prima for the transatlantic to New York. Sonny says, is that a double-decker bus from Heathrow? I want to hear how many uh, bands on the Prima. The pool area doesn't look big enough for a band, so I'm curious. Uh, that's an interesting question. Um, the reports I got was just how much space there is, uh, you know, open spaces on, on the ship. Now, I didn't, I didn't really pay that much attention to the pool, uh, but yeah. I mean, definitely, I agree, Cindy, it's a beautiful ship. Uh, Hot Air Tom says it's not a double-decker, just a normal bus from Heathrow to Southampton. Cindy said, did you get the latest Omicron booster? You were talking about sore arms. I'm getting it on Wednesday. Well, Hot Air Tom's not sore, he said. I'm, I, I'm a little sore. Not bad. Not enough to take, uh, you know, Tylenol or ibuprofen or anything. Uh, we have been enjoying a number of cruising Pete's uh, tip, cruising Pete's tip videos. Yesterday, he covered a lot of the ship, then went to EEC for a couple others. Biggest issue I see is the lack of drawers. Oh, that's interesting. I use packing cubes, so like having drawers or bins just to set the cubes in. Mark the Shark is with us. Hello, beautiful people. Glad you're with us, Mark. And that's a, a new person, I think, to this channel. Welcome aboard. We always like to welcome new people. Lizzie says, I'm addicted to packing cubes as well. <laughs> I just... I, I, I don't do packing cubes. I just roll my stuff up and stuff it. And, you know, if it gets wrinkled too bad, I'll send it out to the laundry on the boat, on the ship. I don't time will fuss at me again if I call it a boat. Uh, Cindy says, hey, he's packing cubes too. So that would be a negative for me also. I've been watching Pete and others on the Prima. I don't have Prima book, but have Viva Grease Cruise. Nine day booked in 2024. Uh, Hot Air Tom saw lots of shelves 
so packing cubes will work and will neaten up the shelves. Nice. Yes, and he says shelves will work also. I didn't see the shelves out there, Tom says. I saw two hanging closets with two basket pullouts at the bottom. Where did you see shelves? Hi there, Tom demands. He wants to know. Where were the shelves? Hi there, Tom on Pete's solo cabin video. They look industrial or arm or am I imagining them now? <laughs> I must have missed that video. <laughs> Did not see any cabin videos for Pete. Uh, see if you can look up the solo group or YouTube. Um, I'm still learning not to be 100% happy with them struggling with image shapes. Looking at post today from the current Prima cruise, which is about 2,000 passengers. People saying very crowded in the buffet and the indulged food court sounds like passengers are not using the Hudson main dining room for lunch or supper. 12 days until I fly to Rome to board NCL Epic. I'm so excited. First time in Europe. That's great, Cindy. Um, and you'll, you'll love the, the Epic. And the Epic's a Fantastic ship. Hot air says, have fun, Cindy. Of course, you got to post stuff. You know, post stuff because I'm going to get on your Facebook page and steal it so I can share it with all these folks here. Sonny says, so jealous all of you going to Europe. Have fun. Only been there once and can't wait to go again. I've been to Europe four or five times and I can't wait to go again either. Although... I don't want to get on an airplane for that long. And Sonny says, have fun, Tom and Cindy. Uh, can you also let us know the hours of the Indulge food court? Yes, we appreciate all those details. Uh, hot air, Tom. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for this Labor Day holiday. I hope to maybe get outside and spend some time at the pool today. The uh, I would add on to that that the heating system we found out over the weekend ate the the salt water in the pool ate the pump completely. It's an underwater pump, but apparently it wasn't an underwater saltwater pump, and the salt water ate the sucker up. And I mean, like in no time. So my pool guy says he's got a handle on what to do. And he's going out today to get some hardware. And he'll be here tomorrow to try to redo the heating system for the pool so I can use it for September and into the warm days in October, even with cooler nights. And get started maybe a month or so earlier in the spring. But we'll see. That's yet to be checked out. So that's going to wrap me up for today, folks. Uh, as always, thanks for being with me. If you're new to the channel, thumbs up. We're greatly appreciated. 
If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. Helps the channel out a lot. And, of course, um, you can hit the bell notification. You'll be notified when I go live or when a new video is up. I'm slowly getting caught up with the, the videos that I've been behind on from the Norwegian sky. Still not done, but hopefully get done before I go on this next one on Thursday. So, and again, Thursday and Friday, I will be doing the show from the road. And then on Saturday, I get on Symphony of the Sea. And of course, by Monday, we'll have, uh, I'm sure I have been live a couple times, but we'll be ready to do our show from someplace on Symphony of the Sea on Monday. So that's going to wrap me up for today. Again, my thanks to Bethany Bartley for being with me again today and chatting a bit about Esmera and her experiences uh, with uh, COVID and thoughts about the change in policies on cruise ships and how that affected her and me, you know, obviously. So, but I appreciate Bethany being with me. And again, thanks everybody. Have a fabulous holiday. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Later, guys. The old fat travel guy, out. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.